Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's, Let's Debrief, Debrief Podcast. Podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Jenna. <laughs> and we're, we're your hosts. We're here and we're your hosts. And another one of, oh, I was going to say another sunny day, but it has not been sunny on a one of the sunniest days in a long time. Yeah. And I will be getting outside today. Yeah, we're going to go for a little walk. A little... A little stroll. Yes. Yeah. Literally the sun, I saw the sun coming through like our windows this morning and I put my face up against the glass and was like, <laughs> please hit Thank me. God. Thank you, Jesus, for the sunshine. Got anything interesting going on this week since, since our last update? Um, no, nothing, nothing much to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, actually I did want to talk, this was a few weeks ago, but this is a big update in the Zimmerman household uh we got a bidet mm-hmm. and it has been the greatest thing ever <laughs> that's so funny that's I, so you guys it is I never Cole had one in college with all of his friends yeah. and he was like it's great and I was like okay whatever and then honestly it was listening to the what we said podcast where they were like Chelsea was like I feel like we all would be appalled at like how much we miss and I was like purchased (laughs) I I was terrified I we have a friend who when he comes and stays with us he always brings the dude wipes Mm. it's literally like like baby wipes but it's for men men well for bums and I'm like that should just be what we do Mm -hmm. like this is more sustainable Yeah, it is. But like that would just be a good middle ground is like just something that's more wet. (laughs) Yes, 100%. And it, I'm not going to go into much detail. Just know that it has reduced our waste. Well, like obviously you still have to dry. Like we're not just like (laughs) walking away soaking wet, but a lot. It doesn't have a dryer in it. No, we got this one. We got it from off of Amazon, but it's from the Tushy brand. Yeah. And is it, it heated? It's not. So you can, but like literally the one that you even get it, (laughs) the one we got is like, was like $50 and then for $80 you could get the heated one. And, but that one had to hook up like to your sink and Mm. Cole was like, I just feel like that's too complicated and we'll just the, uh, like the cold one can just hook up to like your toilet line or whatever. And it was very quick and easy. And I, I don't know if this is TMI, so sorry if it is, but it's also good for that time of the month. And I've also, obviously I haven't had a baby, but heard that it's very nice for postpartum. That would be nice because you use like a little squirty bottle. Yeah. And like you can control like the um, pressure. Does it come out warm? No, it's cold. But you can get the one that hooks up. You're not selling me on this. It's not that. spraying my bum with no heat. It's not that jarring. I can't. I don't want it. Tanner was over the other day and I was like, go try. And he was like, I only poop once a day. I already did it. (laughs) He does. It takes an hour. (laughs) He's backed up for a whole day. Yeah. He has this routine. I think most men have this routine from what I've seen on like TikTok. But the way that it goes is like, you know, we have some breakfast, have some coffee. Then he's like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and shower. I'm like, okay. Goes upstairs, the shower turns on. About 30 minutes later, the toilet flushes. So he runs the shower the whole time. Not running the shower the whole time. Then he gets in. Which, to be fair, at least he is washing post-poop. That's true. Yeah, 100%. I agree. (laughs) He's getting clean. Yes. So, but, you know. It takes forever. I don't know why. When I poop, it comes out 30 seconds. No, Jenna, sick. literally, like, I feel like I fall in between. I'm not going to sit there for 30 minutes, but I'm like, I'd like, like some time. But Jenna, like, there have been times where we're like, okay, we really should start recording. And then she'll be like, oh, I have to poop real quick. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then literally 10 seconds later, she's like, all right, I'm ready. I was like, for real? She's like, it's, yeah. It's the, the length of a pee. Insane. You build different. It just flies out. Not backed up at all. Mm-hmm. You are a regular flow and girly. Although I have been a little bit constipated lately since I have been like just the last few weeks of pregnancy and I was just laughing at myself. I was telling Tanner, I was like, so now I can't pee and now I can't poop. 
what's happening what's going on but i took some magnesium and then i was fine that always does the trick remember when we were pooping constantly because when you were pregnant with monty it was like oh you're magnesium deficient and you're chugging it 24 7 she was like well i am regular water well yeah and i was so i took the magnesium powder with me to italy really yeah and i just remember being like because we were all staying in like one room oh for like no things. i was like i'm gonna poop water that trip was so funny like the amount of times that peter saw me peeing it was just, just in like, general you just left the door open or he walked no, in like we would just like accidentally be like oh i'm peeing like i don't know like we were all sharing a shower it was just funny that is funny that is close quarters yeah there was like one place like i mean there was multiple we went around a lot of different places like different stays yeah and I don't think there was one time we had our own room. I thought when you guys got to the coast. When we went and it wasn't us paying for it. Yes. We did have our own rooms. Yeah. I mean, Peter and Nachi still had to share. Yeah. But that's the price you pay. Anytime <laughs> it was us, we shared. Yeah. All in one room, one bathroom. Not Cape Cod as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, I felt so bad. The bride literally like DM'd me. She's like, I listened to the podcast. No. I'm so sorry that the room was like that. And I'm like, because she booked us the room. You're like, it was literally our fault. And I was like, it was good for us. We are the ones who brought three more people and a baby. Like, do not feel bad at all. Oh, no. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, please, no, I'm so sorry. That... Like, sometimes we forget what we say, too, and so by the time it goes up, I literally would have been like, oh my gosh, I had no idea you even listened. I know. Then there was this other girl who was at a wedding that we were at. Her and her husband sent Tanner and I a bottle of wine after we had Monty, and I have said before, obviously, that alcohol makes me sick, and then we saw her at the wedding. It was the first time I met her. She's like, I'm so sorry I gave you the wine. I didn't know it would make you sick. And I'm like, no, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to make you feel bad. That's so sad. I know. I don't know if I've had any of those. I just have sometimes people coming up and being like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like this has been happening. And they're like, yeah, I know. I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I forget okay. that I put my life on the internet. So <laughs> I know. It's so interesting, too, because I kind of feel like when we first like had the podcast come out that like most people in our lives would listen to it just yeah, to be supportive our friends yeah and now it's like i don't really know who listens to it i feel like my close friends don't probably they're like listen they're like, I, I get your voice you. messages all the time like yeah. i know what's going on which is completely fine like i feel like amy used to listen every single week i mean she's busy but now it's just like we just talk but it's just interesting because like sometimes people will DM me, they'll be like, I listen to the podcast and I'm like, who are you? Yeah. You're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, you just got a comment last week. I sent it to you. Uh, it said she was from Texas. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On last week's episode, I was like, you sent it to me yesterday. Mm. I forgot this would be for, yes, next week. Yeah. She loved the Monty appearance listening from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one girl that was like like lived in Pittsburgh. It was one of our friends. We worked together at church, but she moved recently and she was like, I'm telling everybody in Idaho about you guys. Aww. I was like, please. That's so cute. We need some traction people. I know. Don't you know, you want to make us, um, wealthy mommies. Truly. Um, speaking of the, what we said podcast, I feel like a lot of people probably overlap in listening. Yes, for Very sure. Similar vibe. JC the best pregnant. news ever. So Jenna is now pregnant with JC and Chelsea, which is... And Kristen Johns. And Kristen. And do you know um, Devin and Hunter? Hunter? Yes, they're <laughs> pregnant too. Oh my gosh, all yeah. your people. All what's what's in the water these days? Romance. It's a lot of seconds, right? Yeah, because except for JC, but it, like Chelsea, yeah. it's the second. Kristen, yeah, Kristen and... Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't listen to what we said podcast, it's like very similar vibe like two best friends and the one has been going through infertility for like four years and she okay the way that she did it was actually amazing so she went through IVF and after like it's obviously all been announced 
Like she revealed that she's been doing it all year. She said she since said, February. Yes, that was crazy. Which then like on their episodes, I think it was around like the summertime. She was like, yeah, we're thinking of doing IVF again when she was well into the process already. Absolutely. Like she kept it so under wraps, like posting all normal content, like no one knew. And then she posted like, we're going to start sharing our IVF journey. Like when she had posted it, she was already actually pregnant, but it felt like maybe she was backdating it like a week or two. Yeah. And like but the way that she was months. like, yeah, the way that she was turning around episodes too, I was like, oh my gosh, this is fast. This is in real time. And then the last episode, she like was like, oh, I'm 16 weeks pregnant. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. This has been a long time. Yeah. So she did like the first embryo transfer failed. And like from watching that one, I was like so heartbroken for her. But then at the same time, I was like, well, now we're going to have to wait like at least two more months. I know. Also, I knew that she didn't want to announce it until she was out of the first trimester. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. She's just not going <laughs> to so say anything. Invested. But then she started releasing like every three days. And, and you're like, like, oh my gosh. I'm like, is it happening? I literally, we were in California still. And I had, Jenna texted me. She was like, another episode of JC's like um, story or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm getting on right now. I was sitting on the beach, like watching it on my phone. Cause I was like, I have to know. <laughs> she would like end it with like them flipping over the pregnancy test and it would go black. And I'm like, no. You have me on a like I, I'm biting like at, it was just reel so me in good and like I'm just so I literally feel like she is my best friend mm. and I'm so happy for them and if, yeah if go you, back on her YouTube and watch them because like I mean it's a good like if you know anyone going through IVF she talks about things to say and not to say um if you are personally struggling struggling it's just a very like in the it's end, so a positive real. message of like hope because it didn't work the first time and she was devastated and it was so hard to watch and it was just so sad. I know. And seeing her go through like all the shots and stuff, like obviously we had Abby Grace on the podcast before she went through IVF and she talked all about it, but actually seeing it like in video was very like, and her saying like, oh, this one hurts really bad. It makes me feel like this. Like it made it very like I was like oh wow this is really what people go through yeah it was crazy so if you yeah if you are going through any fertility stuff you should definitely go watch because it was really good and it was so good uh, but the yeah the last episode of course like she flips over the pregnancy test and she was like it's pregnant like it definitely says pregnant and then it was like a bunch of stuff from like their maternity shoot and I literally was sobbing uncontrollably have you seen the tiktok that JC posted yes of actually, the girl yes okay so right before she released the announcement my whole for you page kept being like my Amazing. Roman Empire is JC like is she gonna be pregnant or not yeah I everyone was invested and yeah. the one girl like like that she ended up reposting I loved at the end she's like oh my gosh I'm sick <laughs> She was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Okay, wait. I just remembered that a few weeks ago I texted you and said, don't let me forget to tell this story on the podcast. Oh. And I remember what it is. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I can, back, I can go back and find it. It has nothing to do with anything, but oh, okay. I just remembered that it was so funny. So a few years ago when we would travel for weddings, if we were driving, we would bring Buddy with us. Okay. And we would like put him in the hotel room. I don't remember this. We would put him in the hotel room and just, I mean, maybe people think this is horrible. We would just close all the windows so he wouldn't bark, yeah. put the TV on and just like leave his food and water. And then we would usually try to like one of us during dinner, like run back and like Let walk him, him. And then. I mean, it's what he would have been doing. If anyone disagrees with that, it's what he would have been doing at home. I know. So anyways, we would always do that. So we went on this wedding to it was in Albany New York this was a pretty long drive and the bride and groom were like we are not staying at our house like we would love if you guys could stay there and they actually had a bunny that they oh. were like if you could like feed our bunny and like oh, stay I'm at scared. our house like that would be great we're like okay so like we went to their house they had like nice little guest room for us and everything and she actually is a dog trainer by trade oh. and owns like a doggy daycare <laughs> and so we're just like okay and she had like this she had a line in the back and she had like a gate and she was like just try to like gate him off because we just got like a new couch oh, okay. and we just don't want like 
him to go on the couch. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we put him in the kitchen and we like gate him off. And then we um, put literal, like we're like, what if he like can get through this? Like, I don't know. So we put literal chairs in front of this gate of the kitchen. And we're just like, okay, like we'll see what happens. So we go and shoot the wedding. It was actually kind of a shorter day. So we didn't come back and let him out. When we came back to their house at the end of the night, we just walk up on their front porch, look through the window. He's just perched on the couch. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. okay. Literally the gate is down. All of the chairs are moved. And we're just like, how did you get through? So then we're like, I hope they don't have any cameras here. Like, I just feel so bad. We're literally, this is horrible, but we're like, we have to find a vacuum. Like, we have to, like, get all of his hairs off yeah, of their he couch. Yeah, because he should. We, like, vacuumed everything. And I don't, I mean, I think we left no trace. But it was just so funny. Like, we were just, like, they're the one row. They're like, don't let him be on the couch. And we just walk up. We're like, he's literally on the couch. The one thing about that dog, he could not jump for crap. But but then he you would was, see him in a position that you're like, how'd you get how there? How did you get there? Like, I feel like even when you guys like first got him, I mean, maybe not first got him, but like the first house that you had him in, when you got like the West Elm couch, he needed a little boost up. Like, Well, we ended up getting him like his own special little chair. Remember? It was like, it was like so gross because it had like dog hair all over it and it would sit by the window. It was like a little chase. Yes, I do remember that vaguely, yeah. And, yeah, his, oh, that guy. But, yeah, you're literally like, how are you jumping? First of all, how are your legs supporting you overall? But when he was determined, he was like, I'm I'm doing this. Yep, and he went right up there on the couch, and I was so disappointed in him. Like, buddy, you should have known better. Truly, but everything was fine with the bunny. Oh, okay. Was I cute. was, like, waiting for, like, you to be like, we forgot to feed him, and he died. <laughs> I was like saying, should I pretend like Buddy ate the bunny? No, <laughs> just decide in the moment. Um, right. We so last week we didn't even say this because we didn't know that we were going to do part two. But literally, I posted we, uh, that we were going to do Q and A. I was like, last chance, and you guys flooded our um, question link thing. So we got a lot more, and we were like, why don't we do more? Because you know. We make the rules. <laughs> yes, we do. And so we're just going to answer more of your question. Another little laid back, um, laid back episode today. Um, so why don't you kick us off? All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll start with the first one that we haven't answered. How do you plan to afford a large family in this economy? LOL. Asking because I also want a big family, but it seems impossible. <clears throat> so... I always had like the assumption and kind of, I mean, it's so funny. Tanner always says like, no one knows more about parenting than like someone who doesn't have kids or like is pregnant mm. or like has like a newborn. They're like, you just really you need just to be doing it this way. This. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. But, um, that was me. <laughs> I think before I had kids, I was like, they don't really cost much at all. I mean, you just breastfeed they eat the them. Feed, they eat the food that you're eating already. And you just breastfeed them. And like, what else do you need? Like, you just need diapers. And, and if you want, get it. some cloth diapers, reuse those. Why are you yeah. guys buying so many diapers? Why are you guys buying all these products? Then as you get into it, you realize like, oh, this product actually would really make my life easier. So I'm going to invest in this. Oh, well, you know, if I want more kids, I will have to get a bigger car. And like... I need these it car snowballs. seats. And there are things that obviously cost a lot of money. Um, I would say, like, the biggest things that I have learned are, one, like, you are going to have to sacrifice, like, your things for them. So, like, you are going to have to stop buying clothes so they can have clothes. Like, you are going to have to stop going out to eat so you can buy more groceries for your family. And some people might not want to do that. That's fine. Um, I mean, that's I also, a lot, a lot of the reasons that, I mean, everything about becoming a parent is sacrifice, sacrifice and selflessness. So that's why a lot of people are like, I just don't want kids. Cause I love myself too much. And it's like, all right. Yep. Like, well, it's a good thing you recognize that before you have a kid and you're like, actually, <laughs> yes. Um, I think number two, borrowing things from your friends and getting things on marketplace has been a huge yes. help. Yeah. Um, 
I also will say like the biggest like investments that you will make is for your first child. Once you have that stuff, it's not going to be as much all the time. But of course, like I haven't done like the whole like, oh, now they're on sports teams and they need money to go get fast food on the way home and their uniforms and they're doing this and this. It feels like they only become more expensive in some ways. They definitely do. Um, But in terms of like actual like tangible things, I think... I'm very thankful that like both Tanner and I have like the entrepreneurial spirit where it doesn't feel like we're locked into a salary and that's all it's ever going to be. And yeah. like the only way to make more money is to like get a second job or something since we're both like business owners and like obviously like Tanner and Cole have their new business and hopefully that's like going to scale larger and everything like there's the opportunity to make more money. So it's not yeah. like, oh, I make 50K a year and now I'm adding more and more kids and that's just getting And that number, and yeah. The number that I'm like need is getting like bigger and bigger when yes. my salary is staying the same. Yeah. yeah, which I mean with a lot of people, sometimes like depending on what like the layout is, it's very possible. It's like, okay, I actually can't live off of this anymore. So I need to go find a new job yeah. because we keep popping out kids. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really feel qualified to like <laughs> touch on this topic, but even like where we're at now, I love, we love, everyone knows that we love thrifting, both Jenna and I. And so like, I'll always look out for baby clothes for her, even like baby clothes that I like. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. Like I'm going to have a baby one day and like, I'll just set it aside until then. And I think, yeah, I, everything like he said, especially like the Facebook marketplace and the sharing, like when Jenna, like how, when you had Monty, you got like a little mamaroo from a friend and then she was pregnant again. So she's like, Hey, can you give that back? And then now she has it. And then one of our other friends was like, Oh, I don't need this anymore. So then she gave it to Jenna. It's like, I think having a community is a big thing too. Yeah. And I think also there's like social media makes it so hard because like there's so many trends, there's so many like trendy products and like, oh well like I got like the most trendiest crib ever for Monty like the one that everybody wants and looking back I'm just like there was absolutely no reason for me to get this crib yeah literally none it no one has ever seen it it is in her blacked out nursery (laughs) and I've never taken a photo of it it literally doesn't (laughs) matter I go on marketplace and there's cribs for free every single day yeah and I'm just like that was stupid like there's just a lot that like you feel like maybe you should do that you just really don't have to do yeah marketplace and then you've heard us talk about MacBid before just be looking for stuff on there and then accept the hand-me-downs if you have like if they're cousins in your family or whatever that have like older kids and it's like oh like this is now your child's like size it's like I I accept them with open arms yeah there's no doubt that it 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 is definitely difficult and you do probably have to hustle. Yep. So good luck. <laughs> um, have you watched Saltburn and what do you think of the movie? Please live react to clips um, of the movie if you haven't, which I'm scared. I have never seen that. Okay. I feel like this, I could be living under a rock, but right, Cole and I anything. only started talking about it this week because the Golden Globes were this week and it was like nominated for something. And I was like, have you seen that or heard about it? And he was like, no. And then Peter was over the other day and I was like, have you seen it? And he was like, yeah, I just watched it. And I think it's just like a very spicy like movie with like nudity and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's naive. I've also seen some people be like, it's demonic. And so I don't know. (laughs) But I'm not going to live react. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm so sorry to everyone. We won't be doing that. The next question says... I'm not answering. <laughs> but like, answering it'll be like last either. week when we were like, we'll say like the question, but... This person says, kinkiest thing you've ever done. Maybe they were inspired by Saltburn. Oh. Maybe it's the same person. You little freak. Um, well, this one time... <laughs> really? You're no. going to share? Oh. <laughs> That's I'm like twice you've kidding. tricked me. No, I would, I would never share this... Those Secret intimates. Details. You already know that she dresses up. That's all you need to know. Um, do you believe in once a cheater, always a cheater? I think we differ slightly. It really depends on the person. 
it depends on the person and it depends on the act. There's certain people I would say absolutely (laughs) you know who I'm thinking of probably. There's other people that it's like, well, it depends. Like, is it marriage? Is it... It's dating is if it, it isn't dating sex you, is it an affair is it yes like if, if it in my mind if somebody cheats on you when they're dating when you're dating I'm like literally they're you have no I'm like who cares oh no I'm like you should break up with them yeah that's what I'm saying oh, oh okay I like, thought you were like it doesn't matter <laughs> no I'm just like you're literally who cares just dating who literally cares? if like, they wanted to up. go kiss have sex with somebody else it's mainly sex like kiss it's like but like if they go have sex with somebody else it's like you could have broken up with me and done that why did you have to cheat on me yeah like we're not married no then if you're married it's like well if you kiss someone else that's more serious than if you were dating yes because it's like almost more like thought out if that makes sense like you know more that it's like wrong yeah for sure Marriage is a hard one because obviously we're Christians and technically like cheating is ground for grounds for divorce. But is it like, oh, what role did I play? And like, where was I like neglecting you and you felt like you had nowhere else to go? And so it's like it's a very sticky thing. I know for some people it's very black and white, but especially if you have kids, too, it's like, okay, can we make this work? Can we make it through this? It depends on how, like, stark their change of heart is, too. Like, if they kind of have always given, like, maybe they've always been a flirt and there's always been this argument of, like, are you going to do this? And then they do it and then they're not really that, like, resentful. It's like, yeah, that, I'm like, yeah, you're always going to be a cheater. If it's randomly your husband is the greatest husband and dad ever and then one day he just randomly accidentally kisses someone at the bar not accidentally but whatever and he is like on his knees like we're going to therapy I'm so sorry like let's fix this like I'm doing everything like that's different to me yeah and yeah exactly what you said there has to be a change of heart is if he tries to justify it it's like literally there's the door (laughs) I'm like it is so hard though if kids were involved like I if Tanner cheated on me now I think I would be like let's try to figure it out because I do not want to be single parents. I do not. I would never want that. Yeah. But before I would have been like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Kids just, yeah. And we, I, I don't know if we've ever said this on the podcast, but we are personal believers of like, it matters more who you have kids that with than it is who you marry. Cause if Absolutely. like you were to get, if Cole and I were to get divorced right now, it's like, Okay, like it was just that was a time in my life, like whatever. But then now having like kids be like separated and going to parents and stuff, it just makes it so much more complicated. Yeah, it sucks. So I tend to vary once a cheater, always a cheater. But um, if there is, again, like we said, a change of heart, I'm like, I can I can forgive. (laughs) I can forgive for your your ways. Um. Where do you get your holiday party inspiration from? It's the coolest thing. Oh, that is our so brains. Cool. There's no inspiration. <laughs> I like we pin some stuff, but literally every like the past two times that we've done it, it's literally just been cozy, classy vibes. Candles, have some good food, and dress cute. Yeah, and. But also, like, yeah, I was going to say, don't overthink it. And that's just very us. And so it feels the most natural. Yeah. Like, going out somewhere wouldn't feel natural to us. Or I'm trying to think. Like, we, I think we're all just kind of homebodies. And especially once it's cold. And, like, the past two years that we've done it, like, Monty's been here. So it's like, oh, it's easy to come to Jen and Tan's house. Monty's in bed. They have a nice kitchen. We cook food. And it's a good time. And tomorrow the fireplace will be here. I'm so excited. Oh, God, the crackle of it in the background of the podcast. (laughs) I literally can't wait. I got Tanner like a little firewood bag. Mm, Did he like it? He did like it. I think he was confused what it was. (laughs) That's honestly fair. Then his mom got him like firewood gloves. Oh, cute. So he's ready to go. Like touch it. Yeah. Okay. These two kind of go together. What's the worst decision you've ever made and what's your biggest regret? Worst decision I ever made. Okay, my biggest regret is that Tanner and I didn't go to college together out of state. Mm. I wish so badly that 
Well, at the time, it's like, don't follow a boy, or in his case, like, don't follow a girl, because I was older than him. So we didn't feel like we could, like, go to college together. We both went to Pittsburgh, but, like, if he would have went to Point Park where I went, like, it would have been... You're just following. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been weird, which, like, who cares, especially now knowing that we got married. But I just wish so badly that we would have just went to school together and, like, went to Colorado and Mm. had that, like, time. I feel like we talk so much about, like, moving out there, and it just feels so impossible at this point because there's so much here. I don't know one person. I don't have a business there. There's no ties. That's, like, the hard thing about, like, kind of going back how you're, like, entrepreneurial spirit where it's, like, yeah, you can move, and, like, I can take my business anywhere, but it's, like, I you literally have spent six, seven years building up a business here that it's just this one specifically it's not that easy and you have yeah. to like just think of at this point how many people have been like oh you did my friend's wedding and it's like it's like all that at this point yeah and it's just like not wanting to start over and I just wish that we would have even just to say that we like went out there and like even if we had friends out there now and we could just go visit or something like that, I just think it would have been such a good experience for us. And we did go live in Hawaii for a summer, which like I'm so thankful for, but I just wish we would have went to college together. Yeah, I like that. Um, just yeah, get different, a change of scenery and different life experience. Currently, my biggest regret is, um, and this is like such a stupid one, but I feel like I genuinely don't have like a ton of regret in life. Um, but my biggest one right now is not having the audio of our dances and speeches at our wedding. Aww, <laughs> like, that is sad. Wait, did anyone just video it on their phone? Maybe. I guess I could ask some family because um, my, I feel like my grandpa, I know there's a photo of my grandpa holding his phone up and I think he was on FaceTime with my uncle. Um. So I don't know if he had it on video. Um, that is sad. I kind of wish this, I mean, I don't have mine either. That would be great to have yeah. the speeches specifically. And the speeches, like literally I say to Cole, like we'll look back on like photos, um, of the speeches and I know that Tanner's was funny, but I'm like, I couldn't tell you like word for One word what he, he said. said. Like, yeah. I know he made fun of my eyebrows and that was like... <laughs> I can send you my exactly okay. one. Cool. Yeah. Like we had, and we had four speeches and like, I just, all of them were so good and they weren't like, it wasn't the type of wedding where it was like, okay, four speeches, let's get this. Everyone knew and it was perfect. Um, but then we also had a band like do our dances and so, and like our, it was our friends too. And so I want like the audio of Joey singing like my, um, a Cole and I's first dance. And then our friend Brennan saying, my dad and I's dance and then Joe sang Cole's and his mom's dance. So I'm like, oh, that's like my biggest regret. That is sad. A lot of like whenever we are shooting a wedding, like <clears throat> video, like Tanner will take clips of things because obviously like what he makes in the end is not like it's like clips mm-hmm. and like it's like, you know, whatever. And then sometimes you don't have a tripod shot of the whole thing. Sometimes people come back and be like, well, do you have like the speech? And if someone asks us for that in advance, we'll get it and give it to them. But if they don't ask, we're like, not the full thing. No. Yeah. And then I always feel bad. But it's just like, that's not what's in the final product. Yeah, exactly. And our like videos, but situation specifically was like different. We, um, just at, we have, we're passing around to super eight the whole time, which honestly like is that makes up, I think deep mm-hmm. down for the audio because it is so fun and it's cool. And also we, which we never like re- <laughs> released it like slash post it, posted it, but we have, our guest book was like the phone. And so we have a bunch of messages from people being like, we love you. And so like, again, that kind of helps make up for it. Uh, but one of our friends just, um, took video clips and we like weren't paying her. So I was like, make it be casual. Like, and it was like kind of her gift to us. And so it wasn't like super like intense and no one would, I just wish that we would have thought, cause we had the stuff for it yeah, to like mic somebody up. would be fine. Too, yeah. Especially this. I know. Maybe I should text some people and ask if they have the, the video. Honestly, everyone should ask someone in the audience to just get, a phone video of the speech because you don't need professional quality of that either. No. 
But yeah, and that kind of goes into the next one, uh, like just on weddings, but tips for wedding budgeting, best venue you've ever been to slash experienced. The (sighs) best venue that I've ever been to in terms of actually a venue is Jorgensen Farms in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And here's why. I think a lot of places around Pittsburgh are places that they converted into a venue. Yeah. It ends up that like... The bathroom is like actually just like one of those rental bathrooms outside because there's no plumbing inside and then like, you know, whatever. It wasn't meant to be a venue, but this place was built to be a venue and it, mm. you could tell. Like they had this glass um, greenhouse oh. outside and that's where there was oh, the ceremony. I feel like I've seen your... Yes, photos. and then outside between those spaces was a patio with string lights for cocktail hour outside, which flowed to the inside of the cocktail hour with like the open doors, and it had mm. like the bar, an indoor and outdoor bar. Like there's like a seating area. Then like it go, and they had like the bridal suite, the groom suite. Was so in intentional. Like everything was like thought of already. The reception space was in the same place. Like, you didn't have to be going outside and inside. There was a beautiful, like, lake in the back and a field for photos. Like, it was just, like, all perfectly done to be a venue. And I feel like a lot of times we're shooting weddings and it's like, oh, well, the bathrooms are actually downstairs and you actually have to go outside. And then the bridal, there's no bridal suite. But the groom is actually going to be getting ready in that shed. Literally. And you're just like, okay... So I like that's, that venue. Yeah, that's nice. Some, like, I'm assuming locally, but, I mean, depending on how far you want to go. I love Fernstone Retreat. I shot... I have never shot there. And you need to, <laughs> which I know it's not up to you. Yeah. But it was stunning. I feel like it's a camp. I mean, it's literally, like, I guess a retreat center. Um, And the bride and groom sections were separate, and, like, the ceremony spot was beautiful, and then, like, the reception was, like, under this little pavilion. Um, I shot there over the summer, and it was stunning and it was such a beautiful day I'm pretty sure it was in September and it was just incredible um I like that place and um oh I thought there was another one it literally just fled my mind I shot there like twice this summer you want to know what really bothers me is when you have I love a tent wedding I think tent weddings can be done really really well um Unfortunately, I think sometimes people will do tent weddings when it's starting to get colder weather. And <laughs> yours was this, but like for the vendors specifically, like there was many times that I was pregnant, like very largely pregnant, and it was genuinely really cold outside. And there wasn't a table for us in the tent. They had like maybe like a bench or something like outside but it was freezing yeah and you're so like i'm away from the heaters oh, I need actually to nowhere to sit inside and like i mean you're on your feet for eight to ten hours and want a break yeah and i'm freezing like just give me a chair i don't even care that is one of the hardest things okay this is a new place this was actually the last wedding i shot of the year at sure michael woods have you been there no it was actually one of the first weddings that i think that hannah rob said she did by herself because like her photos are on their website when i was Mm. like doing um like getting ready for this wedding i was like oh your photos are everywhere um it's a newer venue and again, I feel like it was built to be a venue. I am actually so jealous we didn't have our wedding there because it was mm. a clear tent that already is like up 24-7 with a very like, here I'll show you, um, like ceremony spot in like the middle of the woods. Oh, hopefully it'll get to it. But like little cabins and everything. And it was just so beautiful. And it was like a perfect fall wedding. Love it. Um, and I think because they're like newer, they're kind of cheap. So if that's like your vibe, you should definitely reach out to them. And I feel like they have a lot of available dates. I also love Heartwood Acres. Yes. I've never shot there. Only like for families. I've only shot one wedding there and it's so beautiful. Um, but tips for wedging budget, (laughs) wedding budget, budget. literally like one of our friends was like asking me, um, if, we could shoot her wedding and she was like, you know, we don't have like a super big budget. Like, could you maybe do like a shorter day? Like everything like that, like just trying to figure it out. And 
she I literally responded to her I was like I do not envy you like I would not be wanting to pay for a wedding right now in this day and age yeah for it's horrible like even I'm a wedding vendor and I'm like this sucks. I'm sorry. We only got married a year ago and I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people that spend a fortune on like their wedding, like a down payment on a house. And like we were fortunate enough. My parents were paying for it. And I was like, okay, my budget is 10 like thousand max. After we booked our photographer, our DJ and our venue, I was at max. Yep. And I was like, okay. Um, my biggest piece of advice because, and I mean, you did this too, even though it was like, um, more it was a long time a long time ago it was longer ago but like bartering and also like having like friends do stuff like if you do have like anything like obviously we both have photo and so it's like if you have anything Anything to offer offer. like our our one friend did our flowers as like a gift which I just got really lucky because she was like I told God that like I'm giving him my year and I'm not collecting like income on flowers and that was and like we paid for the flowers but not for her services and like that was a huge gift and um our one like again we were very particular about video and also we got married in like such a short amount of time that I don't really know any videographers that like were available that I would have trusted and Cole this was also like specific about it yeah he wanted to edit it so like then we saved on that with having our friend do that and then Cole editing it and um yeah, I just don't know. It depends on what you're going for. Cause I know even backyard weddings now, our tent I think was like two grand. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And like, if you could just guarantee that like the weather would be fine and you could just thrift a bunch of tables, put some tablecloths on it. It also is like, we if did you thrift. want that to was... have a big, a big wedding, you have a lot of guests that adds a whole thing. I think also a tip that I would say just from seeing my friends plan weddings if you can choose a venue that doesn't make you use their catering or alcohol, like my friend chose a venue and she had to use through them and just the food and alcohol was $45,000. Because it's like, okay, well, the venue wasn't as expensive as you would think, but then they're like, oh, you have to use this. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then you look at the price of that. And you're like, oh. You're like, help. But like for you, for example, you were able to get food trucks that was a way to save money. Yes. I mean, my family, like, I kind of blacked out on a lot of it, but I'm pretty sure, like, they made some of the appetizers for, like, Perfect. the cocktail hour. Yeah. And that, we were going to make, like, the charcuterie board because, like, there are companies now, oh, like, I that remember. do, like, the boards. And I was like, all right. I'm, and Julia was our like day of coordinator. And I was like, I'll just give everything to Julia. And my mom was like, you're not putting that poor girl through that. <laughs> like, and she hired somebody to do it. But there are definitely things that you can do to save. Like, I don't know how much like renting linens and like renting like tableware and everything is. We literally just thrifted everything. And, th- yeah. and that was the vibe that I wanted. Like we got, like we rented the tent and the tables and the chairs and the, um, dance floor and then we bought um the tablecloth secondhand off of facebook marketplace which a lot of people do sell like their table numbers and stuff yeah but then it's so hard because it's like well i want it to be what i wanted and it just like it gets so emotional it does you're like it's my day yeah um so tips i mean if you are into like thrifting like thrift what you can uh prioritize what's important to you and then maybe try to cut costs in other ways. For us, our priority was always the venue, photographer, and DJ. Yeah, I think, yeah, it just matters really what your priorities are and then put your money there. Yep. All right. What's the next okay. one? Okay, this one says childhood trauma you're trying to overcome and how you're healing. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I, like, they're checking in on us. Yeah. Um... I am sorry to disappoint. I, at least not that I know of yet. My mom listens to the podcast too, but I don't think I have any as of right now. And you all might disagree. You're like, you're a Disney adult. Clearly you have some drama. You have trauma. Um, But I feel like I had a really great childhood. All the trauma freaking came when I became an adult. Like, Yeah, and I had to pay bills. Yeah. Let's talk about adult trauma. (laughs) Adulthood trauma. Um. Anything you want to say? Um, I don't really like to talk about it 
especially on the podcast, but um, I think I have said before that like one thing that I really struggle with is guilt. Um, how I'm healing from that, I went to therapy for about a year and a half to try to work through that. Specifically, before I had a child, I like really wanted to kind of fix that. And unfortunately, <laughs> mom guilt is even worse than normal guilt. So, so it kind of just stacked. <laughs> yeah, so we're working on it. Working through it. Thanks for checking in. Favorite local meat supplier slash farms near Plum Area. I go to the co-op now, but was wondering if there's anything closer. So this is meant for me. <laughs> I'm obviously the plum. I'm obviously the plug. plum girly. Um, so depending on how much you're willing to spend, there is a market in Oakmont called Today's Market. And a gallon of raw milk is literally like $15 there. And so it's a, also a lot more, I will say, in winter because that's when the cows are giving birth to their babies mm. and the babies need the milk. So, so it's more and less demand. that they can put on the shelf. Yeah, ours like doubled in price this past week. Eesh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They like sell like the glass jars that like you would at the co-op, and like I found it one day. I was like, oh my gosh! Like they have milk. Like this is great. Also, it's raw milk for those of you maybe that don't know that we drink raw milk. Um. And you're like, why is your gallon of milk $10? Wait, can I just say really quick? Yeah. For when you get pregnant or anyone, just don't tell your doctor that you drink it. Just don't. Oh, really? Did you tell him with this one? No. Oh, okay. I learned my lesson last time. Oh, were you like judged? They said that if anything went wrong in my pregnancy, they would, it would blame that. be blamed on that, yeah. Oh, sick. Um... And yeah, at the today's market, they have like, um, like the glass bottles, but you don't like at the co-op, it's like a deposit and like, it's like, okay, you're, I mean, you're paying $3 now, but bring back the bottle and like, Is you'll get your money now? back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And Inflation. those glass jars, people stopped returning them and I'm one of them. <laughs> Having them I know I put my fire cider in it and I was like this is perfect I like to take it to fill up the water at the spring mm. um so yeah depending on how much you're going willing to spend also I was actually texting um one of our mutual friends Maria um in Cuso today because she was like all right I'm ready to like I buy local oh sorry <laughs> um and we use the, which I always get confused on what their actual name is, but if you Google either one, it'll get you to the right place. Um, the family cow, we mm-hmm. just like place an online order with them and then they have a pickup at Pittsburgh Mills. So if you live in Plum, it's like 20 minutes away. And they ev- have a lot of pickups. Yes. Like you can find pickups closer to you. I think there's one in Greensburg actually. They're like Greensburg, Irwin, Swissvale. There's out in um, Harrisburg too. Really? Like New York. Yeah. They yeah. Cause far. I think I told Maria, I was like, Oh, we do like a pickup from like the family farmer, family cow. And she was like, that's so far away. And I was like, Oh, like, no, they bring it to like the Pittsburgh mills. Um, so we get some of our, we get our beef and like, honestly, Jen and I were talking about this last week. Like Aldi has like a hundred percent like grass fed beef. That's like ground beef. That's like $5. And so it's like, Oh, like, if we're, if we're not even in a pinch, I'm just like, okay, mm, the budget, we're talking about supporting like a large family one day. It's like, can't be living off this farm budget 24 seven. Yeah. We've actually been saying, um, how it has been very hard to afford they All also the have organic like organic things 24 7. They have grass fed steaks at Aldi as well. And so. Dana just bought a good steak from Giant Eagle um, that was like grass fed that we had last night. And he said it was $9 each. And it was a perfect. Ribeye, which is like a lot cheaper than. It is. Literally, I think I was I looking at the. <laughs> um, I was looking at the farm website and I think like a New York strip, it was like, all right, $20, $27. And I'm like, okay. Um, which I understand. Yeah. Like, Cause farmers, they're doing it themselves. Farmers. Like I am so pro farmer. We need more farmers. Like it is just a lot for a family to afford. Yeah. Especially that, a steak loving family. Like we yeah, both are. Yeah. Um, what, what else? So yeah, we've been using, um, like the family cow, the family farmer, either one place in order, go pick it up. We use that for milk, um, milk and eggs mainly and then they also offer like cider and kombucha and stuff so that's kind of nice to just like throw in there 
Um, and then also shout out to Heal Farms. Um, I've like done photo stuff for them before and we like they are like a family owned farm and they do chicken. And so their chicken is really good. They also do eggs and I've gotten their honey before too. So they are great. I love them. And it's like really nice to know the farmer. They're in Apollo. So like look them up again, not that far. They do like you can place an order and you, they do like Saturday pickups. So I think the family cow does delivery, but sometimes it's like you have to pay a lot and then some stuff isn't available because they can't ship it to you. So that's just what we do. Hopefully that's helpful. Again, you said like getting to the co-op is hard. And then I'm like, well, you can drive to these other directions. Um, but as far as milk goes, if you can like kind of get yourself on a schedule of how much you'll need and you can just place it in your order. Anything else to add? Nope. Okay. Um, pros of getting married young. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> we already discussed that. One, kind of. Yeah. That was a joke also, by the way. <laughs> Um, Ooh, okay. So then kind of on the opposite, the best decision you've ever made and why? I feel like like it'll be so so stereotypical. Matt, for me, it was, I mean, it wasn't even my decision. Well, I guess it kind of was. Best decision I ever made was staying in Pittsburgh when my whole family was moving back to California. Yeah. Like that has made the trajectory of your life. Domino effects. Yeah obviously deep down like marrying Cole is like a great decision but if I did wouldn't have made the staying in Pittsburgh decision none of Jenna and I wouldn't be friends like obviously you can put two and two together none of these things in my life would have happened so yeah it's so hard because like I want to say like oh marrying Tanner having Monty but it's like okay well what does that go back to yeah um honestly I will say probably finding a church mm, that's a good question or a good answer. I left high school because the turnaround rate for our small town that was extremely Christian for people our age who are still Christians is about we're the only ones I really know yeah I mean maybe I could name five others like around our age range and I think it's because we found a church after and I feel like if we didn't if we didn't become real Christians and like actually like you know what put you those believe. principles like into our lives I don't think we would have gotten married <laughs> I don't think we I think we would have probably dated and like been kind of like a toxic relationship and probably like lived together and like I just think it would have not been a great good. situation yeah um so yeah I'll go I'll go with that um any tips for dealing with relationship weight gain and how to feel confident in my new body? Um, <laughs> sorry. Just don't think about it. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, it's so difficult. Like, I remember feeling like the best I had ever felt when Cole and I started dating. And I was like, he is so lucky. <laughs> and then, and then, like, it's so, it's such a real thing. Like, you get, like... You're like, oh, let's just eat out. Like, or like, let's do this. And like, for me, I was gluten and dairy free. And then now I'm with someone that like, he's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Well, not like, not in like that kind of way, but he was like, I don't eat like that. And he would have like gluten-free pasta if I made it, but it just is hard. I think feeling confident, just knowing like while it's in a relationship as well, you like your body changes like over time in like, yeah, just as you literally get older, as you get older and like you're it is honestly such a hard realization, like leaving like your early twenties, like knowing like, okay, like that literally that period of my life and that metabolism is over <laughs> and, like things are changing. And, um, I think it was something like I struggled with for sure, but I think it goes in waves and you, I wouldn't, it's like so hard. I'm like, I wouldn't stress yourself out about it, but it's like, that is so much easier, like said than done. And for me, I have tried to just like focus on putting like good things in my body. Like we've talked about like how much like wellness and like what you eat and everything is so important to us. But at the same time, I love movement, like, and I love working out and I like one of our like friends and like, he's also like a functional medicine doctor, he was like, it is literally a privilege to move your body every day. And I think when you look at it that way, you're just like, 
okay, like I have another day that I can walk, even if it's just going on a walk or like going on a run or lifting weights. And, um, I think confidence is just like embracing that, like things are changing, but it's also just how life goes. I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah. One thing I was going to say, like from a pregnancy standpoint, like seeing my body change through that, something that really helped me was just buying new clothes. That, that is like, honestly fit. such a huge thing because yeah, I even like the other day I was putting pants on and I was like, okay, apparently my butt got bigger. <laughs> um, and it's like so defeating in the moment. But then like when I was going to clean out like stuff, I'm just like, why would you keep this? And you like keep it around hoping like one day I'll fit this again. And it's like, especially when it's jeans and like I thrift most of my jeans, I'm like literally just go to the thrift store like, yeah. and like get something new and just turn these in because it's like you're going to be reliving that like pain and annoyance yeah. every single time. Yeah. I remember like when. Oh, uh, okay. Julia, you want to say hi to the pod? Is it on video? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to hurry. <laughs> I would have, I would have better, but I have She's also sporting, I don't know if we'll end up keeping this in, but she is sporting merch today. Here she is. Hi, Julesy. Oh. Here, come um, say something. Oh. Well, just. Hi, everyone. We've talked I'm, about you before. I know. I've been, I've been mentioned. I'm Jenna's sister. Um, if you heard a bag crumpling earlier, that was me. I apologize. I did not realize that the filming had commenced. That's okay. We forgive you. Are you going home? I'm gonna, no, I'm getting a sandwich, by the way. Oh, oh okay. delish. Have fun. Bye. Bye. We should be done when you yeah, get we'll Yeah, we'll be wrapping up here soon. A little behind the scenes. <laughs> I, yeah, like I remember at one point in pregnancy, like my belly was like too big to fit into like normal stuff, but I didn't really have maternity clothes. And then once I just was like, I'm gonna buy maternity clothes, I was like, wow, I look, I feel so much better. Yeah. Like, why was I like trying to just wear these outfits that clearly were not working? Yeah. Hopefully that is helpful. Um, but again, I know that it is all. <laughs> Julia it is all easier said than done but try like try with the clothes thing and it might be really hard and you don't even have to get rid of them maybe just fold them up and put them away in your closet but go get new things for sure yeah okay let's try to wrap this up let's skip to um tips for healthy sex life my husband and I have very different sex drives mine being higher than my husband's I've been feeling insecure a lot because it's always portrayed that men should always want to Mm. is there something wrong with me Oh, no. (laughs) I was going to say, they say if you're horny, you're healthy. Really? Oh, well, yeah. If you don't have a sex drive, your hormones are off. Going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So kudos to you. I can understand how, like, that can be, like, uncomfortable because it's like you're maybe, like, have grace on your husband as well because it's like you're supposed to be the one that's, like, initiating or, like, feeling this way. And he's like, well, like I don't like yeah I think yeah I mean that no one is ever going to have the exact same sex drive as their partner so one person is always going to be feeling that way whether it's you or your husband maybe not to this extent but like someone's always going to be like oh they might not want to right now yeah and I don't know if like this is like helpful for you like for Cole and I one of like the best things I feel like we've done in just like sexual health I guess is like he knows where I'm at this might be weird he knows where I'm at in my cycle and so like if he tries to initiate I'm just like I'm so sorry like it's literally like two days before my period he's like oh okay yeah no that's fine but he he knows if I'm ovulating he's like so and I'm like yes crazy how much it varies it actually like which I've been like kind of sad because I feel like I don't have fluctuation during pregnancy mm. like there's no like what phase are you left in like is it literally just pregnant like yeah, it's like completely different yeah so like I feel like I would always kind of look forward to the ovulation because I'm like oh I'm gonna be extra excited but then now I'm like stagnant yeah not not into it into it but not as much as I would be if I got had like the spikes and the downs and things. Yeah. 
Um, I also think there will be phases in your relationship over the years, many different ones that affect sex. Yes. Many different times. And this is not just how it will always be. Yes. And hopefully that's helpful. Yeah. Like I would say, like be like a, like especially like if you're like always wanting to have sex more, maybe just tell him like I like in this time of like the month, like I really want to like, can you. Or also like just being very like logical about it. Like I would like to do it four times a week. What do you think? How can Where would you like, work? yeah. Where, what time of day is best for you? Mm-hmm. I can be ready at that time. Like if, if it's right after dinner, you go shower and you meet me up there and you're ready to go and we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, let's do it. You yeah. You know, like it doesn't always have to be like. Spontaneous. Yeah. I think yeah. Like imagine like, like especially after dinner it's like I literally just had a huge steak dinner and I don't feel sexy like right now it's also like from something that I've learned is that men's drives are so much higher in the morning Hmm. and they basically go through the whole month in one day Hmm. of like hormones interesting and so they're basically ovulating when you wake up and I always feel more interested at night yes oh so right before bed and then you sleep, and then you sleep. <laughs> no then you watch a show and sleep. goes crazy <laughs> yeah so but yeah so maybe just like being I mean I'm sure you've clearly talked about this but just being more open about like specifically what are we looking for here people yeah all right we gotta wrap this up um how do you feel about performative Christianity <laughs> I feel like it's very mm. self-indulgent yep I agree agree um I don't know much to say on this, and if you know me in personal life, then you probably, we've talked about it recently. Jenna and I both have been talking about church a lot, and opinions changing, and life changing, so that's all I got to say about that. Um, Ashley, when do you want to have kids? Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) I like to keep you guessing. You'll you'll hear when the time is ready. You'll You'll know, besties. Trust me, I won't leave you in the dark. Okay, you want to end with the last one? Sure. I just found out I'm pregnant, but my husband and I are very low income and I can't afford to be a stay-at-home mom. I've always dreamed of this, but now I'm feeling young, scared, and vulnerable. I know this is a miracle and a blessing, but I need to be honest about how hard this feels looking ahead. Any advice? Congratulations. Yes. It's very exciting. I feel like fear is a very, very normal um, feeling mixed in with the excitement. Mm-hmm. for anyone whether yeah. it's just how am I gonna make it through the day or what if they don't like me or what if I'm not a good mom but in terms of like financially it definitely can be it can be very scary we've already talked about that on this episode that apparently it's on a lot of people's minds so like yeah you're not alone I um so she said she has she can't afford to be a stay-at-home mom I came, I don't know if this is helpful. Um, I came across this girl on TikTok recently where she was like, she was working. She had her baby post or um, maternity leave was over. And she was like, I can't even think about going back to work. And her husband was like, okay, they make 27,000 a year. And she was like, this is what it's like being poor and being a stay at home mom because it was that much of a priority to her. I'm not telling you like, you need to just do it (laughs) no matter. Cause it's like the, the, the post that this girl make, I'm like, makes, I'm like, this is clearly a huge sacrifice. Like she's like, we don't have, like she posted one the other day that was like, um, maybe I'll link her like Instagram in the show notes. Um, she posted one the other day that was like, we're going to go do rich mom things, but not spend any money. And they like walked around at home and she was like, we just looked, but we didn't buy anything. Then we walked around target. And then she's like, I went to Chick-fil-A and, um, got myself something to eat on a gift card. And I packed my daughter a lunch because I'm not buying her chicken nuggets for her to throw on the floor. And so I think like, it, I mean, if it is like a huge priority, some people make it work, but I understand not being like, yeah, yeah I don't want to live off of like $30,000 a year. I think something that if it's an option for you, like 
working part-time and if you could be near family that could help you during the day I know like so many people don't want to do daycare and obviously that is so expensive so like if you could find family that is able to help that you trust um and even maybe like I don't know what you do for work but like even seeing if you or your husband could do certain days from home and you could be yeah. home. I mean, that's such a big option now for people is like remote work. And obviously that's also comes with its own challenges, but like at least being able to be with your baby. Um, yeah. I, I can, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that while wrapped up in this exciting thing that there is a little bit of fear there, but on the bright side, you got some time. Yeah, to kind of think through found out so you have a long time like pregnancy is very long it's literally almost an, an entire year yeah so it's so like, like you have almost a year to, you probably have a year to figure this out that's true by Wait, the time you would need to go time. back yeah so don't stress yourself out if you are a person of faith like maybe god will plop something in your lap um he it, always does he's never Ask late and you shall receive he's right on time <laughs> All right. Um, our husbands have to get on a work call and we want to go squeeze that baby. So <laughs> we love you all so much. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, next week, who knows what we're going to talk about? Um, it'll be a mystery. <laughs> we love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.